We're live. It's an FFS without hello. Rachel. Um, hello, Simon Daly. Hello. Are you going to ask me who, who I am? No, we're going to go fucking rogue. No, I'm not asking you who you are and what's your name and where you come from. I'm not going to sing the Going Live theme tune. And I'm not going to sing. Time is marching on. We're going to whiz through. Yeah, man. We're going to do top five tips on building your content calendar for 2023. Content calendars are really, really important because as a wise woman once said to me, if it's not down, it's not done. If you don't write it down, it's not getting done. And you need a good strategy for your um, content. So we're going to specifically talk about blogs, but obviously there's other types of content that you can strategize and put in a calendar, such as? Um, you could you could do uh, videos. You could do, um, you could do Facebook lives. You could yeah. do YouTube things. You could do podcasts. Oh, infographics. Infographics, yeah. Loads and loads of things, but today we're specifically talking about your blogs, which can include infographics if you and, and it can include videos. It's a good idea to kind of have them all merging together. But top five tips on producing your content calendar. I should probably say as well who we are. So I'm Hannah from Grow Traffic. This is I'm Dan. Simon Daly from also from Grow Traffic. Yes, thank you. Uh, so Marketing Dan, Maestro. Marketing knobhead. So, oh. um, <laughs> so, top five tips. First of all, tip number one when you are writing your content calendar for 2023 is to make sure you have considered your SEO strategy within it. So, Dally, what do I mean by that? Well, you need to make sure that you've got all your relevant keywords in place so you know who you're targeting, why you're targeting them, the type of content that they're going to engage with. And make sure that you're creating content that will actually soak up traffic and that you're creating content that will benefit the overall keywords that you're trying to target, the more kind of nuanced or less nuanced money terms that you're trying to target. Yeah, I think like one big uh, problem that we see a lot of when we're looking at people's content is that they write about things that's happening in their business or in their industry and it's not necessarily what you should be blogging about. You should be writing about things that your customer's interested in and they're not usually interested in. Doris had a birthday cake or you all put on matching jumpers and went and did a marathon for charity. They're interested in how you can help them, how you can solve a problem that they have, like lots of different solutions to the problems that they have, of which your service or product might be one of them, how to get value from your product and service. So like make sure that you that it's aligning with things that people are actually asking to benefit your SEO strategy so that you're, like Dali said, getting that traffic from people's queries. When it comes to picking keywords, Dali, for a content calendar, how many would you recommend? How many keywords? Primary in... keyword, yeah. So how many primary keywords would you focus your content calendar on? Um, primary keywords, are, uh, so just like say the primary keywords are going to be the keywords that your service or product pages are going to be targeting, not necessarily the content creates as part of your All content. Right, okay, content. hang on. Pe bloody pedant so if your pages are focusing let's assume then that because you're aligning your content calendar with your seo strategy you're using your content calendar to support long tail keywords 
and semantics of your primaries. So, okay. how, so, yeah. so how many primaries would you focus on to get those long tail keywords? Um, I would say, so I would optimize a, a homepage, for example, for, for no more than like three, three keywords, that type of thing. You would optimize a home, right? We'll come into this later. I would choose three three primary keywords to build my long tail keyword strategy around for my content calendar. So if, for example, my primary keyword was odor eaters, my long tail keywords that I would put into my content calendar would be things like uh, odor, how can I use odor eaters? What benefits are there from odor eaters? Do odor eaters... Uh, like can anyone use odor eaters can odor eaters be seen you know whatever i don't actually know what if odor eaters is a spray or an insult now i've said that um so that's so that's what i mean so i would pick three primary keywords to build a strategy round which brings us on to point number two research so if you are gonna write a content calendar make sure that you are researching what those questions are that people are asking, what your blog titles are going to be. Dali, how do you do that and why? Um, so first of all, you want to try and find keywords that people are actually, or, you know, blog titles, you'll say, that people are actually asking. Um, so you want to, you can do it via various different methods. You can go and have a look in Google, look at, if you put the primary keywords into Google, then you'll probably find that there's a section under there called people also ask. Um, and that there'll be examples of potential blog titles there. That's a good thing because, you you, you know, Google's literally telling you what, what other searches are that are related to those, those keywords. You can um, look at things like answer the public. You could potentially look, through something like even like chat gpt uh, you could ask it what are the common questions people ask about the the, the keywords that you're, you're trying to target or those primary terms um the thing that you need to bear in mind is that it's very difficult to understand the potential amount of search volume that there is for those those long tail kind of phrases um and also, it's important to understand the intent of those long-tail phrases and think about where they sit within the buyer journey. Uh, and, and understanding those things are going to determine how you prioritize when you build that content or, you know, or even if you do build that content. And how you link within that content on your website, how, how the rest of your content fits around that. So, you know, you might have a uh, a really good internal link structure that pushes people through a, a sales funnel using your content. So it's not just like a kind of dead end blog. And um, I think like for me, I always find it most useful on the people also ask rather than, you know, chat GPT and answer the public and stuff. They're really good for giving me initial in, in ideas, but then I tend to dig down into the people also ask because Google will take you. It uses its AI to take you down what people also ask and like how they kind of move through the journey. So if you start off asking a question about a product or service within Google, it kind of predicts what you're going to ask next based on what other people have asked when they've searched for a similar thing or the same thing. So that kind of helps you start to 
strategize how that content relates to each other, what should be included in that content, because you might actually decide that you're going to write one big article that answers several questions rather than lots of unique individual articles that kind of pin together depending on your strategy. And that people also ask really helps you kind of mine down into what people are also asking, which is why it's really, really clever. That isn't it? <clears throat> any more, any more to say on point two, Dally? Um, in addition to, in, in addition to people also ask, um, scroll down to the bottom of um, page on Google because there's a section that's just related uh, yeah. keywords, which are generally short-term, uh, short-term keywords, but it might uh, help you refine the primary keywords that you're doing your research around or reinforce that you've got them right. There's a plugin on Chrome called Keywords Everywhere that I have on mine, and I often recommend that our staff at Grow Traffic and clients and stuff download it or upload it. Um, it's really good for just kind of suggesting what else people ask around, you know, it's kind of on your search page, and it just really quickly suggests what other people ask. So you can, it, you know, it doesn't give you any answers particularly, but you can quickly start mining that information and it does have a long tail section and a secondary keyword section so I find that's quite a useful plugin that's called keywords everywhere and interestingly as well if you're on insta it gives you hashtag suggestions with search volumes as well so that's a decent plugin um <clears throat> okay so number three and back to the if it's not down it's not done the thing about a content calendar is it keeps you accountable. If you're not planning out what you're going to write about every week, you sit down at your laptop and you've got to start thinking and doing that research every time. Um, whereas if you know, right, it's Saturday morning, I've got to write a blog this morning on such and such a thing, it'll be in your mind, you'll be thinking about it, you will be um, kind of almost subconsciously gathering data for it within the week and then you'll sit down to write it and it'll be a breeze um, so always write it on a content calendar. Dally, where can you download the world's greatest content calendar from? I believe that there is a an article on Grow Traffic. There's a if you just search in Google or search through our search function for content calendar, you should find um, uh, an article there, uh, there that lets you download one, and it's a two thousand and 23 brand new content calendar that's got loads of different events and suggestions for content throughout the year yeah it really is banging i mean we we created it because there wasn't one that was good out there already you know you can have a calendar but then you've got to populate it with kind of pertinent dates of the year whereas this is already populated and it is a manual process so you know we have some poor bastard at grow traffic has to spend the time combing through um dates you know days of the year.com and coming up with infilling it all into the calendar but it is a it's a week by week well it's a day by day uh, step by step um content calendar template and you just just download it off our internet it's a word document it's free and there you go and you can just just put your content calendar into there we tend to do three months at a time um because uh, we're lazy and we don't want to do a whole year. No, because um, it's easier to kind of be a bit more agile if you've got, you know, space in your calendar to move things forward. If something comes yeah. up. It's a, it, it, although it's a seasonal calendar, 
Um, obviously, you can still build all your evergreen content in there or put it in there. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a really good point. Like, I and mean, then we have talked about this before, I think, in a couple of lives a couple of weeks back, uh, a couple of lives ago, about having a really good mix of evergreen content along with more time sensitive one and especially if you're in a sector that moves fast and you want to become a thought leader having space in your content calendar for news jacking and and kind of um commenting on things that are happening in the news that affect your your service users or your 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 buyers or whatever um is really useful uh Good, good, good. Number four. <laughs> that, that's, well, I was, I was just going to say that's something that we do on. I think, I think we try and do it on Wednesdays. We, we make a bit of a comment about about something that's up in the industry. So check it out on Wednesdays. Yes, and I know I started off saying like, don't make it about your industry. But one of our objectives is to become, is to continue to be thought leaders within our industry for other SEO nerds. So. For us, it, it fits in. For you, it might be, you know, if you're a financial advisor and you've got this big pensions news that comes out or interest rates or whatever, then that's something that affects your consumer. So that's important. Number four is be realistic with your time. If you know that you're not going to do three blogs a month or three blogs a week, don't put down three blogs a week on your calendar because you're going to set yourself up to fail. Um consistency is really important when you are um, doing any marketing activity. You don't want it to be too sporadic. So if you have a content calendar that you can follow comfortably um, that that you're actually going to achieve, then you're not setting yourself up to fail. Anything else on that, Dali? No, no, absolutely. Um, And and like we said right at the beginning, Having um, the content calendar in place is the thing that will enable you to get the content out. Whereas if you have to think about it every time, either you'll spend all your time thinking about what blogs to write, or you'll start writing blogs that are identical or just slight, ever so slightly different because you think that's what you need to, that's the content that you need to be creating. Yeah. Challenge exactly. yourself. Exactly. Um, and then lastly, tie it into all your other activity. Dally, what do I mean by this while well, I just mute myself and have a cough? Okay. Uh, it's about it's about joining up your activity. So if you have a social media um, account, which most of us all have, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the rest of it, LinkedIn, then make sure you're sharing and distributing your content on there. You know, Make sure also that you're talking about similar themes that you're sharing in your content. Um, if you have something like a Facebook Live, do a Facebook Live about the um, the thing that you've just shared on your blog. If you've got a newsletter, make sure you're incorporating information from the blog into the newsletter. It's just making sure that you get joined up so that you are having multiple different um, kind of cracks of the whip and that people understand the content and your perspective that you put it out there through multiple touch points. Yeah, I mean, imagine how much easier your life is if you have one 
kind of article and you repurpose that in multiple ways and we will do it with these so these facebook lives they sit on our youtube channel they sit on our facebook but they also inform a blog they also become a social media post that blog goes on to our newsletter so we're kind of doing one set of thinking <laughs> and getting several bits of content out of it that that to our customers and our potential customers is really cohesive. So, um, you know, you, it's about working smarter, especially if you are a one man band or you're in a small business and you feel like it's just another thing that you've got to do. If you can make that blog or that that article work loads harder for you, then you're not going to feel as um, annoyed about having to sit down on a Saturday morning or a Friday afternoon or whatever and write yourself a 600 word blog. Um, because you know that that it's going to make your life easier down the line. So just when you're when you're creating your content calendar, um, just really think about how it fits into the wider activity that you're doing. And that's another reason why we tend to not do more than three months ahead. Like I think a quarter is a nice kind of period to be planning for. Um, and it also means that you can reflect on what is and isn't working. It's, you know, it's, it's a, it gives you enough time that you can look back over the last few weeks and what is working, what's not working. Uh, so you don't get months and months down the line, you've forgotten what you did. Yeah, true. Um, okay, so that's our top five tips on how to create a content calendar. So I'll just do a recap because I can feel Rachel silently judging me, even though she's probably not watching this. So number one, consider it within your wider SEO strategy. Don't just start creating content for the sake of creating content. Number two, research. We like to use Google, ChatGPT, uh, answerthepublic.com, I think. Uh, number three, write it on a snazzy calendar. You can download that at growtraffic.co.uk. Number four, be realistic with your time commitments. Don't set yourself up to fail because it is a commitment and you need to be sustainable and consistent with it. And number five, make it work really hard for you. Tie it into your other activities so that you've got a, a cohesive marketing message going out every week. And that's it. Five top that tips. Easy, wasn't it? Yeah, isn't it easy without Rachel? Minutes. <laughs> Come back, Rachel. <laughs> five top tips. Done. Five top tips done. So you can uh, find out more information on our website, on our social medias. We're on all the social medias, on our YouTube channel. You can get in touch with us. Um, you can send us a message. You can subscribe. You can do all the rest on it. That's it. Have a lovely Friday. Uh, go forth and be productive. Marvellous. Thank you very much. We better wave. Oh, thanks for watching, Liz. <laughs>